Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. We are talking about E3 2021 E3 on this episode. 2021. Dude, it's back. Yeah, if uh, if everyone was wondering why we didn't have a uh, 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 an episode last week, it was because we were planning on um, uh, doing one basically yesterday, so a day earlier than this, and it kind of, kind of fell in between the episodes. We're like, right. well, let's just wait and combine them. Right. Um, and uh, then uh, I had zero time to watch things over the weekend, so I spent all of um, – Yesterday, which was Tuesday, watching all the the conferences that I was able to watch. It's pretty epic. Like you, you like in all honesty. Like whenever you told me which ones that you had like watched or whatever, I was like, I'm mean, I'm I'm honestly pretty impressed with like how many you were able to watch in just like a single kind of a a, a day or whatever. Um, cause like over the weekend I would just like put them on like, you know, I'm in the background or like whatever, you know, that sort of thing. Wake up, you know, early and put, put one on and, and watch it while I eat that sort of thing. So it's like, you know, but I feel like you watched almost as much as I did. Um, and, uh, and, and, but like a, a, maybe swap one for another or like whatever. And, uh, so I'm very impressed with like how much you were able to make it through. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. I mean, I just, uh, watched it hardcore all last night. <laughs> anything on like triple speed or anything like that, you know? Just No, no. I probably should I mean some of them I should have, but Oh dude. You know. <laughs> there were some slow ones. I honestly like there were a couple of them that I just like like pieced out of where I was like, eh, saw this one before, you know? <laughs> just Right. Uh, but there's a lot that this year because like because everybody it seemed like to me because it's it wasn't like an in-person event it seems like the ESA was just like everybody needs to have like a a, a showcase like where literally like Koch Media or whatever had one and like I saw like I, I went back and I was gonna watch a replay of it but like I opened it up as like basically just people sitting around talking about stuff and I was like this is not this doesn't feel like uh, the same like this is not the level of uh of of conference that we need to be bringing to e3 <laughs> um and gearbox was super weird which we can talk about whenever we get into it but like i watched i watched some of that when i was just like that ah, this is like this is ridiculous so um but yeah dude it's uh it, it was a wild wild time for uh for some of these conferences big some big highs um in well, my that's mind. the thing like i feel like uh i mean we have so much to go through i feel like we should just jump right into it and I- uh forego the the normal um what would you call them? Um, I had the word in my brain, and then it's it's left. The formalities. The formalities, yes. You know, the formalities. The, the normal, the regular formalities. Which, thinking about it, it's like aren't they kind of informal? Because it's like, oh, what have you been up to this week? What have you been up? To? So it's like the informalities. Well, it, they would be they would be more informal if we didn't do them every time. Sure, sure. And I guess like whenever you do like meet up with somebody, you don't just like jump to the business. Like you have like you have some formalities beforehand that you have to take care of. Like, hey, how's yeah. it going? Ah, it's yeah. going well. How are you? You know. So I think that's kind of like that's the yeah the formalities is probably the right word, but they are pretty informal. You know. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, all right, so John, um, I mean, I think the big one is Xbox. We can save yeah. that for last. Yes. Do you want to hit some of these uh, th- some of these others first? Yeah. So like, I mean, the the big one for me was Xbox. Like, some people might be like, oh, the Nintendo one was big, but it's you know, it it felt kind of like more of one of the like a uh, like. And it was more like bringing the bringing the second tier type of uh, of titles and, and announcements going on. Aside from 
the new trailer for Breath of the Wild, the sequel to Breath of the Wild, which is what they continue to refer to it as. Um, supposedly for spoiler reasons, because this title would spoil like something within the story or the gameplay or something like that. I don't know. Of the new game or of the old game? Of the new game. Like so for Breath of the Wild, the sequel. Well then to why Breath would the they Wild, ever title it that? Yeah, that's what I mean, that's honestly what I was thinking. Was like, okay, well at some point you're gonna have to announce what the title is. And at that point does it spoil like what 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 are we spoiling here? What's the what level of spoilage are we gonna have? Um, so anyway, so but yeah, like aside from that one, it was felt kind of like you know the second tier kind of uh, kind of announcements as far as Nintendo was concerned. But first off, like to kick everything off, we let's go through like my favorites from the summer uh, game fest kickoff live, I believe is what it was called. Um, but, uh, so this was like Jeff Keighley's event, which is like the game awards, that sort of thing. It felt very much like a, a more tame, uh, game awards without the awards. Um, and so like we had things, uh, that, like some indie games, a bunch of indie games, and then a big one at the end with, uh, with a trailer for Elden Ring. But so starting off, like my favorite thing from that conference was a trailer for a game called the planet of Lana. And this is from what, sorry, summer games. This is this Jeff Keighley's summer yeah, games fest. This, this is Jeff Keighley's kickoff live. Is what they called it, I think. Kickoff live, cool. Um, but Planet of Lana is uh, like a, the, the, you should. Everybody should go look up this trailer. It is a gorgeous, like um, watercolor painted uh, style of a side-scrolling, what seems to be like a, a some sort of a puzzle platformer um, situation, a, akin to like a Limbo or something like that. Um, yeah, the there's div- several games here that we're going to go through that kind of remind me of that. And, Dude, in the- uh, this one's the, one of them. In the Xbox conference, I think there's one in there that actually was from like X uh, Playdead developers who did Inside and and uh, and that like the the Somerville or whatever. I think that oh, one is yeah. literally people who worked on Inside and Limbo. That's cool. Um, but yeah, so Planet of Lana looks looks gorgeous. Like the art style is amazing. Um, it's pu- it's published by Thunderful, who did uh, Steam World uh, one and two, and Steam World like all of the Steam World games. And they've nice. they've, they've started their own publishing label where they're helping uh, developers to get their games out out there. Um, and I think this is part of that. So I don't think it's developed by the same team as Steam World, but it is uh, it is published on the same by the same company. That's um, cool. Looks awesome. The music in it was was fantastic as well. Um, I thought that was a, a cool cool thing. Uh, another one from from Summer Game Fest uh, was uh, Metal Slug Tactics, which this one like whenever I was watching, I was like, oh cool, like it's a, it's a tactics game. You know, I, I have no like Metal Slug is a uh, a property from way back in the day, um, but this you know it's pixel art kind of a property. This is a pixel art kind of a tactics game, which I thought it's like was a, a, it's a, a cool uh, thing. Isometric three D. Um, uh, turn-based RPG basically is what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, like it's a, t- a turn-based tactical RPG where like um, Advanced Wars or like uh, oh, what's the one we played? Like the first one we ever played, um, Shining Force, Shining like that Force, type of yeah, a, yeah, yeah. A style game. Yeah. Um, looks really cool. The, the thing that, like that I would I, I noted with it was it's it's being uh, developed by D- uh, Dot Emu, um, which is again we've talked about them like three times this year already because they're doing the the Ninja Turtles game, they did the Scott Pilgrim game. Like it's a bunch of the people who worked on the Scott Pilgrim stuff. Like that they they came over to Dot like started their own company and started doing these pixel art kind of games. This one also has this the composer uh, who did the music for Sonic Mania is doing the music mm, for uh, Metal Slug Tactics. So at the very least, I'm going to be checking out the uh, the soundtrack. Um, because it's, uh, you know, that composer, that Sonic Mania soundtrack is fantastic. Um, 
in that they had the Weezer thing. We talked about how uh, Jeff Keighley was going to have Weezer come out. Oh, yeah. What was that all about? I didn't, so, watch, I didn't watch this one, to be honest. So Weezer came and they played uh, on the stage, and they played footage of uh, Wave Race, which they did the soundtrack for. Um, huh. Okay. And so like that's what they were saying was like, oh, we're going to put out this, this album for Wave Race. And or wave, yeah, it was ra- wave, wave break. Sorry, not wave race. That's a different game. Wave break, um, where like you're basically a bear doing a bunch of sweet tricks on a uh, <laughs> on a, like like uh, what do you call it? Like a, a zipping around on the water, like a motorcycle on the water. What is that thing called, Chris? Oh, uh, uh, jet ski. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> You're like a, a teddy pair doing a bunch of like sweet tricks on a jet ski. And uh, and then they did the soundtrack for it. And the, the song they played was super cool. Um, the big thing that they were talking about was that they like with their uh, record label, they had arranged to not like break monetization so you can stream the game with the actual music um, without the demonetizing your videos and stuff like that. So I don't know, you know what, what all that's about necessarily uh, for like what's in it for Weezer in that case, but <laughs> right. that's, that is something that they did. Um, and, and so that's one like one of the big draws were like, Oh, they're, they're being very video game streamer friendly. They probably just had the developer pay them a lot of money. Yeah, like that's kind of what I was thinking was like unless they're like super like unless they're friends with the developer or whatever they might be profit sharing somehow with like the the profits of the game like maybe that's something that that, that that's happening there which would be cool. Um but yeah, before, like it, you know be- before we move on speaking of uh cre- like this is kind of jumping the gun. But yeah. I do want to bring it up. Speaking of uh adorable animals doing uh things <laughs> that yes. Xbox conference the weird yeah. like probably the biggest WTF moment in all of <laughs> The Xbox conference was that party animals trailer. Yeah. With these floppy, like yeah. floaty looking like animal. They look like stuffed animals. Yeah. They look about for a second. I thought I was like, is this like some kind of like mascots game? Like <laughs> yeah. there's a person inside this suit because right. they're just flopping around like that. And no, it's just, <laughs> no. that's just how no. it is. Yeah. It's so weird. So it's brawler. It's like last man standing battle royale kind of thing i don't yeah. know with a bunch it's, of like weird. W- uh, strange mini games of like you know with with the explosions and guns and like i don't know what i don't know what was happening there but it looks uh it looks like a a raucous good time yeah it's pretty ridiculous oh well i don't know about that no i i, I think again i think it it's just like i'm like oh i don't know who asked for this and who wants this and it looks so like floaty and like not exact that I'm like right. this isn't does not look like it's it's fun. I think I think for me like I feel like it would be a fun like one of those like really fun party games where you end up just like oh who cares and just laugh about it. Um, but I, I I would never like probably choose to choose to play it on my own devices. <laughs> yeah, I mean I feel like like Overcooked does a good job with that, and, and yeah. but like I still feel like it's. It's not as it doesn't look as ridiculously like inexact as this one. Maybe sure. I'm wrong, but sure. uh, that's just the perception I got. <laughs> anyway, we can come back to the Xbox conference later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you were running through um, uh, some of the Summer Games Fest stuff. Was that was that all from uh, from that? Yeah. So the only thing, other things that I want to call it weren't like necessarily games. Well, I guess we can talk about Elder El- Elden Ring. Before we do that, they had a couple of uh, interesting announcements. They had um, a a group. A, a, 
basically a new developer um, called Deviation Games, um, and it's it's Black Ops, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops X Black Ops developers, and like they're they're like the the big ones from Black Ops two, three. And, uh, and maybe four, I bet like it was like the narrative designer. Like I remember watching literally the two people who were on stage with Jeff talking about deviation games were like the two people who were talking about call of duty, black ops, uh, two and three. Um, one of them like designed like the mob of the dead, uh, zombies map and stuff like that. So it's that one. I would keep my eye on whatever they do next. They're partnering with PlayStation for what I would assume is a first person shooter of some sort. Um, but similar, like it felt very similar to the whole like respawn thing where like some really like, like high quality, uh, developers have split off from Activision and call of duty and now they're doing their own thing. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then, so then the last big thing from that, uh, that didn't show up anywhere else was, uh, Elden ring, um, which is the, uh, the, from, from soft, which is the developer of, uh, uh, Bloodborne and the Souls games, and this is like uh, the, the the new big thing that they're putting out, and it's written by uh, George R R Martin of Game of Thrones fame. Yeah, so uh, there's a lot of hype around this game, and I don't really yeah. understand why. Like, granted, I'm not a Souls like. I mean, this looks like a Souls game. Yeah, uh, and it, but then there's like, okay, there's horses, so maybe this is like. Uh, open world, but like it also mm-hmm. looks like he's just kind of like maybe just run down this long tunnel. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's a cutscene. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Um, I don't usually have like cutscenes a ton, but yeah. So like I'm not I'm not exactly sure what's going on here. Yeah. Um, but I uh, it's not really my cup of tea. Right, and that's the thing. Like I I think the uh, the developers talked about how like with George R, uh, R. Martin like they're like hey he created all of the lore for this world and blah 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 and then we're like doing what story like telling the story that happens in that uh, like world world lore and stuff like that because um, initially I was just like well what like is is this gonna be like have literally have no end similar to like uh, you know Game of Thrones like what this game's never gonna come out if 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 George R R Martin is writing it um which also it's just like he, I, at this point there he's so many other side projects like all the spinoffs at uh hbo and all of the stuff that he's involved in and it's like man are you it is game of thrones ever gonna finish chris no he's never gonna finish those books never it's just not, not gonna happen <laughs> they just never come out um, but yeah, like, so that, that you know, that's, that seems, seems about right where it's like, okay, we'll have, have him like develop your world and stuff like that. And then, you know, you tell a story within that. So that seems kind of cool. It's just not my, like the souls games are not my style of game. So, right. Um, all right. So moving on to, so I can't remember what, where these other games came from that you sent me. Ah, the day of the devs. So right after the summer game fest kickoff live, they, uh, they aired day of the devs, which is a a thing that, um, that is like was put on this year by, uh, oh my goodness. Can't think of the the name the the psychonauts developer. Do you remember like, what's the, what's the psychonauts? Oh, double fine. Yeah. Double fine. So double fine usually brings in during E3 or during, uh, uh, GDC one or the other, they bring a bunch of developers to their campus to show off their games to people physically in person. 
Um, and so they haven't been able to do that, obviously, the last like couple of years because it happened like uh, the pandemic like happened like right before it was going to happen last year. Um, and so this is like they, they did. They were like, OK, well, let's just do a digital thing this year. So they had a bunch of people submit things and do videos and things like that. And they put put these together and it kind of followed a cadence of they would introduce the game and like what they thought of it, like, oh, why it's cool, why we picked this to put it in the presentation. They would have uh, some gameplay or a trailer and then the developer would talk about that game and then they would move on to the next one. Um, and that kind of cadence like worked really well for this presentation style because, you know, it's just a super kind of cool, chill, informal way to be introduced to a bunch of indie games, which was which was awesome. So. That's what Day of the Devs was, and uh, there's they just did a bunch of games. Some of them, you know, obviously range in, in interest. Where I'm like, ah, that one's not not great, so we're not going to talk about those, or it doesn't interest me, so like we're not going to talk about that one necessarily. But um, there are a couple that stuck out uh, to me as as we watched, and, and I sent you those trailers. Yeah. So the the first one that you sent me was the uh, Phantom Abyss from this. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I mean, and all the all these honestly look look uh, really cool. Um, so Phantom Abyss, sorry, I'm pulling it back up. Um, is this like, it almost, it's almost like a, just like a, uh, it's like a, you're inside a ghostly mansion and you're, it's like a run, a runner. I don't know. Yeah, it's like an Indiana Jones. This. I really don't know how to describe si- it. Simulator in some sort of a way where like, like you're, Indiana Jones where you're like running through like a temple or a tomb or something like that. And you're looking for a specific like item to make it out of there. And you have to get out, obviously. But like, there's a bunch of traps and stuff, and there's ghosts running around, and the ghosts are past players that have tried and attempted that that tomb and failed. And whenever anybody completes that tomb, it closes forever. Like, it, you can, no one else plays it, and they like because they're all like they have these, you know, oh, this is kind of procedurally generated that sort of thing. And uh, and so like you try it, and you only get the chance to try each tomb once, and if you fail. That's it. Um, I don't know. It's just a super cool concept. It looks like really fun gameplay. Like you use different whips to like whip around and solve puzzles and platform and stuff. Looks wild, man. Yeah. How many, how many tombs are there then? Infinite. Infinite (laughs) tombs. Infinite. Like, because it's the whole like procedurally generated, like within a certain set of subset of rules. Um, where you know obviously like you wouldn't put like this trap next to this trap because no one would ever be able to pass it but it's a uh but it is procedurally generated and that every single time you try one it's a new type of a tomb that's crazy it's fascinating it's it's uh it's coming to early access on pc which is like i'm like man i hope that this comes to like xbox or comes to like something other than uh just pc um after it hit, like gets out of early access which uh which a lot of times like they do a lot of times games that are successful in early access do like hades uh was in early access for a really long time and then uh so hopefully this comes to consoles and uh and you know a large swath of the audience can play it um, the next game on here you know, that you sent me uh, was uh, Trek to Yomi, which looks a uh, freaking amazing. This is probably uh, one. Of, this is one of my favorite, most intriguing uh, trailers that you just sent me, John. Dude, totally. It's uh, like a side-scrolling black and white samurai um, game. Yeah, where like a brawler almost. Yeah, it looks. It literally like in at first glance, I was just like, "Is this a movie? Like, what what are we watching here?" But it's like gameplay. The, the whole game just looks like a samurai movie. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's freaking freaking beautiful. Um, I can't wait to play this. When did it say have a release date? I'm trying to look. Mm, I don't know. That one's from Devolver, and they usually don't reveal games like unless they're like 
pretty far along. We're like, okay, this is definitely coming out. Unlike some other games that we've seen in the past on like Xbox stage or whatever, like indie games where it's like, who knows if this is ever going to come out. Um, but devolver usually doesn't, doesn't reveal things until they're like, sure. Like, Hey, this is, this is definitely coming out. Um, yeah, that one looks amazing, dude. I'm, I'm excited about that one. So there were a couple like rhythm games that, uh, that I wanted to call out because they're story, uh, driven rhythm games and, and both of them have to do with being in a band. Um, and one of them is like a band back in like the, uh, like the sixties, uh, where you're doing like music festivals and that sort of thing. And the other one is more like a punk rock kind of a rhythm thing. Both of those games looked really good. One of them was the, the sixties one was called a musical story. And then the, uh, punk rock one was called unbeatable. And that was kind of like a, uh, like that one looked a little bit more confusing as far as like what the actual input of the rhythms were, but both of them looked fantastic as far as like what the music involved was and like what the stories they they were kind of uh telling uh were so um but yeah dude that's awesome this last game was another side scrolling uh but a uh, game it's it's a claymation game kind of in the vein of armor krog um called i don't even know how to pr- pronounce this vocabulantis is how i there think we he go. said it yeah that's uh that that sounds more right than what i was going to say <laughs> Yeah, dude. And this one, he actually shouts out like the Neverhood, which was the game that uh, that the those developers made before Armor Krog. Um, he was like, he's like, yeah, you know, it's, I'm, that's one of my favorite games, and so I wanted to do something. He's like, that got me into claymation in the first place, and claymation animation in the first place, like stop motion. Um, which was, it's just interesting that, that this game is, uh, is like a spiritual success. We very rarely see like true stop motion video games. Oh yeah, totally. Um, is there anything else you want to say about those? I think the last one that I wanted to bring up was Death's Door, which is it's it's like my jam type of a game, and it's where you're a bird character and you're going and like it's you, there's a world out there where people are, are like don't die, and so you are the Grim Reaper as a raven with a sword, and it's basically a uh, a isometric. Um, action game with a dash mechanic and a bunch of hack and slashy, and, and I just think it looks really awesome. The uh, the 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 visual style looks really cool, um, and it just looks like something that I'm like, man, that's that's a game that I will play. Um, but it's you know it's it's it, akin to Hades, but with a a a Grim Reaper bird. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so um. The only thing I, w- I wanted to touch on Nintendo real quick and see what Sweet. you had for Nintendo. I'm just going to be honest. The only things that I was super est- interested in was uh, from that conference was uh, Breath of the Wild 2. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. So Breath of the Wild 2, Chris, what did you think of that trailer? I mean, it's not, I mean, it didn't really reveal anything. I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. And uh, it didn't really reveal anything. I'm just excited because it looks... I mean, they showed him gliding. They yeah. showed... Uh, you know, just some like random, uh, I guess combat, uh, from yeah. what I remember, but like, I mean, I'm just ready for more Breath of the Wild. I like Me the too, problem man. is, I, I could go back and I didn't finish, I, I didn't finish the first game, so <laughs> I like, I honestly should go back and just finish yeah. that, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's more of and probably more complex, um, like sequel, I would hope, yeah. Um, they've been working on it for, for a long time. I, we didn't get my prediction, John. We didn't get yeah. new new Nintendo hardware, so I'm kind of <sighs> bummed about that. I thought for sure, uh, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, I want I want the uh, I want I want the 4K, man. Yeah, me too. 
Me too. And then I also like, I feel like this, like Breath of the Wild 2, I'm like, man, this game looks like there's all the floating islands and there's like all the clouds. and stuff. It's, It just looks more complex than the first game. And I'm like, I just hope that it has the hardware to back up what they're trying to do with their vision, you know? Totally. Um, uh, but that was really all. I like, you know, the Final Fantasy stuff is like, okay, whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, that was, so that as far it. as like the Breath of the Wild thing, the things that stuck out to me about the trailer was w- they played a lot of music backwards. Like a lot of the, like I actually saw afterwards somebody had reversed the trailer and it was playing a lot of the themes from Breath of the Wild, but in reverse. Um, you think this is like we're playing, you know, the Breath of the Wild backwards? I don't know. And there looks like in, in one of the points, it looks like Link like rewinds time to solve a puzzle at a certain point. Interesting. And so, like, I, I think that what they're implying is, like, that he, like, some of the new things, powers and things that he might have might be time-based, which would be very cool. Um, and maybe it's a situation where we're even telling a story that is, like, back in time. Because, um, like, in, in the lore of Breath of the Wild, there's, like, another hero from 10,000 years ago that, like, initially fought back uh, Calamity Ganon. And that's where all the, that's why all of those, uh, the robots were buried under the ground. All the guardians were buried underground from that time frame. So like, I'm kind of curious like what this actually is doing as far as uh, the story goes. And if we're, if we're potentially going to be link going back in time and, you know, being that hero or something like that, um, that would be, it would be, it would be a wild one. Um, the, uh, the only other thing, you know, as far as like the breath of the wild thing that I thought was interesting was they, they said 2022, but it didn't sound super confident. So we're hoping to put it out in 2022. And I was like, hmm, that doesn't sound like somebody who's like super on like, (laughs) like confident in their release date. Um, So we'll see. The other things like within the conference, like initially I was like a little disappointed in the conference, but as I look through, I'm like, okay, well, there's enough here to, to kind of like keep me going uh, on the Nintendo thing. There's a Metroid dread, which is going to be like a, a sweet Metroidvania game. Yeah. Like that's the thing though. I feel like there's so many other indie games that are doing like Metroidvania games these days that are like so good, like 10 out of 10 style games. Um, that I'm curious, like, what will an actual, like, brand new Metroid game be? Uh, like, will it be uh, uh, up to par, basically, with some of those other other Metroidvanias? Um, but that'll be remaining to be seen. That was a surprise. That one's coming out, like, literally in September, so that's super soon. Um, the other shout-outs that I had were uh, were the Mario plus Rabbids, which we actually saw at Ubisoft first, um, the Mario plus Rabbids game. So I was right. That was, that was one of my predictions for, th- for third party. Um, about that. And then the, uh, there was like an advanced wars, uh, one and two remastered. Uh, I thought that was really, it uh, looks pretty fun as another tactical RPG game, um, developed by way forward, which is one of my favorite developers. Um, and then there's the Zelda game and watch. Um, remember the Mario game and watch that little like handheld device yeah. that, uh, had Mario I, on it. I ended up getting one. Me too, man. I got, I th- yeah, it, they're, they're, it's a gorgeous piece of, uh, of a collector's item, like, because the box and stuff like that is so cool. So I, I pre ordered the, the Zelda one. Those pre orders are, are available on, like, Amazon and, uh, and uh, Best Buy and stuff. So I pre ordered the Zelda one. That one looked really cool. Um, other big hits for, for other people, like, was there's the, uh, the, 
uh, Mario Party Superstars, which is based, I thought was like, oh, is this the Mario Party DLC from like the Mario Party from three years ago? But no, it's just the greatest hits, like up of of past Mario Party games from the N64 era. And uh, some of the best mini games and best boards from from those games. Um, so if you're into Mario Party or, or like playing board games digitally, yeah, I forgot about that one. Like that one was intriguing. Like I never, I didn't buy the new, the latest Mario Party, right? Um, but I, but I wanted to, and yeah. I, I just never really got around to it. I was like, I'll just, I'll wait for like whenever I'm gonna sit down and I want to play some Mario Party. Um, but like, I mean, that was kind of in the middle of COVID that that came out and uh, you know, right. you're not really hanging out with a lot of people. And so, <laughs> yeah. well, and it didn't I, have uh, online whenever it launched. This one has online. Uh, great. Well, does the so, other one have online now? Yeah, they added it. They added well, that it. Would have changed, that changes things entirely. I know. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, like, oh, I'll get on, I'll you probably, know. I, might, I may pick up both of these then because yeah, uh, yeah. then we can play uh, online. That'd be awesome. And that's the thing like about the, the online thing where I was like, man, what, like, why wouldn't why would you launch that game with no online? And it's they added it after the fact, but it's just like man, too it's a little too little too late because like people just didn't know that it had online after the fact. Um, this one has full online though, and that one has full online now at this point. So <laughs> um, then uh, the other things like Cruisin' Blast, Chris. Have you ever said I want another? entry in the cruising franchise like cruising no. the world cruising usa well there's a bunch of cruising games anyway there's cruising blast that's coming out I, I thought that was hilarious it reminded me of uh of you and me playing cruising usa in the basement of our cousin like matt uh our cousin's uh house it was, it was awesome um i think that was basically it uh i i kept seeing this monster hunter stories uh trailer and i keep going Man, should I play the first one? Should I buy it? Should I do this? Um, so I might end up doing that one, but I have no idea, like no context for how good that looked or anything. Um, it's just something that I watched and I was like, hmm, that looks interesting. I don't know if I'll ever play it. But yeah, dude, I think that's uh, that's the, that wraps up the Nintendo thing. Like I said, it's a bunch of kind of like those, uh, those kind of B-tier kind of uh, IP aside from the Breath of the Wild reveal or uh, trailer at the end. Yeah, dude, I mean... Yeah, that's why I was like, I don't know, you know, I watched it and I'm like, I kind of halfway regret watching all that. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Um, moving on, uh, the, I think uh, you'll have to stop me if I miss one of the conferences that you watched. Sure. But uh, I watched the, uh, the Square Enix conference. I did not um, watch this one. It was great. Uh, I think the standouts for me were uh, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game looks freaking off, awesome. I did watch um, that trailer. It looks pretty fun. Did you watch the 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 trailer? Or did you watch like the gameplay demo? Ah, uh, I watched the trailer. I did not watch the gameplay. So demo. in the conference, they kind of like they did the trailer, and then they had like a little explainer. Then they did like probably a good like it was probably a f- good five to ten minute uh, gameplay um, chunk piece of gameplay, nice. and it's just like super story based. Um, I, I didn't see like really any of the combat in that section yet, but like you make some. Uh, basically, like story decisions that give you like a branching kind of like, hey, do this or do this. Which one do you choose? Kind of a thing. Cool, cool. And then, and then it looks like in the, with with the trailer that you get into some gameplay and like that kind of stuff later, being able to use all the the guardians' uh, various abilities and you're pay, playing as Star Lord. Yeah, um, I thought that was an interesting choice. Playing as Star Lord, they're super clear about like you are Star Lord, but you can um, tell the other guardians like, hey, do this, do use this ability, do this thing, and like they'll they'll do those things. 
things as well as like fight alongside you, which I was like, that's a really cool mechanic to where like it makes me a little bit more confident than I was in like say the Avengers game where it's like this looks like it's like gonna do none of these gameplay styles well um seems like the focus on one gameplay style like it that appeals to me more so than like hey you can play as any of these characters yeah I mean well I think just the fact that it's a focused storyline because like we also saw um we also saw footage from uh, a new expansion coming to the Avengers game for Black yeah. Panther. That looked really cool. Yeah. I still don't, I don't understand that game though, like because I, I thought that that was like always an always online kind of thing, and this Black mm-hmm. Panther piece looks like it's at least it's presented more like a, a single player story. Maybe that's what people are wanting. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, maybe that's what the player base is like asking for, and so they're like, okay, let's do this. Similar right. to the uh, the Sea of Thieves kind of thing that we'll get into with the Xbox. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, those are the two two main pieces. Those are the biggest pieces that like that I saw that they spent the most time with. And I'm like, I re- I mean, I honestly they've sold me on that Guardians game. I I can't wait sure. for it to come out. I don't remember if it has a release date. Um, crap, I should have looked that up. Um, but it looks fantastic. Dude, I, and that, that's the thing. Whenever I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, it seems like they're like, they get the humor too, which is cool. Um, oh, and, yeah, definitely. And the music and stuff like that. Like it all, it all felt, felt, felt good for like, and it's, it's always hard because it's like Guardians of the Galaxy, like the, the, the James Gunn like iteration of it doesn't like, it doesn't necessarily have to be that version, but it's like now at this point, because that version is so well known, like that's what people expect. And like, that's what I expect going in where it's like, I expect the music. And if they hadn't had like the cool, funny licensed music with the the jokes and stuff, like I would have been, you know, like, okay, what is this? This is, I'm disappointed. Um, but having all of those things and kind of nailing all of those things, I'm excited for the game. Totally. Um, there's only, uh, so it was that all for square. Was that the only things that of, of note for square for me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the only other thing that I wanted to call out back, uh, with day of the devs, they did, I scrolled down. I was like, Oh man, moon glow Bay. We talked about moon glow Bay a while back. Um, cause the, like the trailer had dropped or whatever that game continues. That indie game continues to look awesome. It's like a voxel based RPG where the main mechanic is fishing. And there's like a mystery going on in the town where there's a giant fish in the bay and, and, uh, and, you should do different like tasks for the town people to to like reinvigorate the economy of this small uh fishing town which is which is a pretty cool thing the music is also by uh lena rain who did the music for celeste and uh and she's fantastic at at like getting those like chill vibes and like amping up the tension and stuff like that so the trailer looked looked really good um to me um but yeah that's that that wraps up everything uh that i had I watched the Gearbox, uh, th- the Gearbox thing, which had no new trailers in it. There was uh, there was the same trailer that we saw in um, in the Summer Game Fest event uh, for Tiny Tina's. Uh, what was it called? Let me look at the exact name here. Oh man. I don't. I don't remember. It's it's a Borderlands spinoff. Um, it's basically Borderlands, but in a fan high fantasy setting. Um, and like they had the same trailer for that, and they basically had just like the the CEO of their company um, running around the set of the Gearbox movie, um, talking to like actors and set people that did looked like they did not really want to talk to him. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, yeah, it was a very bad conference. I was like this, that was one where like halfway through, I was just like, what? I'm just turning this off. This isn't, this is not good. Um, like, I don't have to watch this if I don't want yeah, it's to. like, I'm, I'm choosing, choosing, you know, choosing, choosing to smile more <laughs> instead of cringe. Um, but yeah, dude, that, that, that conference was wild. The, uh, was there any other conferences that I watched? Wild. 
Like, it's just like, I don't like, that's one of those where I was just like, why did you have a conference? Um, yeah. you know, uh, Devolver Digital's conference was, was awesome, obviously, because they, they usually put on a good show. But a lot of those things we'd seen before, they had uh, uh, that trek to, to, to Yumi um, uh, game, and they had Shadow Warrior again, or Phantom Abyss. Um, so they had a lot of like, stuff that we'd seen before, but their presentation style is always, uh, always fantastic because they have that weird ongoing thing. Um, but yeah, that's all the stuff that I watched aside from the big one, Chris, which yes. I think it's time for. Yeah, let's uh, move on to the wait, wait. Uh, oh, I guess I can talk about. I also watched the WB um, conference, but they mainly Ooh. talked about one of the first things we saw at the uh, Xbox conference. Wasn't it one yes. of the first things? Uh, no, well, no, the, the third thing. It was the third, third thing, thing we saw. We'll talk about that in a second. The first Xbox, thing that we Chris. saw. Yeah, uh, dude, this conference was freaking amazing, and honestly, um, let's just say, I just want to like say like, they kind of like re- revealed this slowly, um, throughout the conference, but they showed 30 games and 27 of them are coming like day one to Xbox yeah. game pass, yeah. which is freaking insane. Well, and the only ones that weren't are like ones that you wouldn't like that. You're like, Oh, of course the, the like battlefield 2042 is not coming the, on day one. Right. You know, it's right. like, that's, it'll come eventually through like their partnership with EA play or whatever. But like, yeah, it's like the the ones that were like weren't aren't included on Game Pass Day One are like Far Cry Six as well, where you're like, of course that's not coming to Game Pass Day One, right? Um, uh, but yeah, like is so like those are you know I can't like I'm trying to find the the fourth one Age of No that's come in, I don't even know what the fourth one is in here uh, that's not coming to Game Pass Day One. It's, no, it's but, just three of them. Three, yeah, there's only three. Okay, okay, well yeah, that's it. Like so, it's like it just blew my mind that literally everything they showed. I was like, man, this is all this is all amazing, and it's all coming to Game Pass, which is ridiculous, Chris. Yeah, dude. Um, so the first uh, first game that we saw was a teaser for Starfield, which um, they opened the conference with uh, with um, uh, Todd Howard. Todd Howard opened the conference instead yeah. of like Phil Spencer from yeah. Bethesda, and. Um, I mean, I really like Microsoft is proud of the acquisition of, of Bethesda and rightly, yeah. rightfully so. Like, I mean, Bethesda has a lot of great games and a lot of great history and a lot of great fans that, um, I mean, as we'll see, like are now uh, going to be exclusive to Xbox because sure. um, they announced um, this game or they didn't announce this game, but they announced that this game was going to be exclusive to Xbox yeah. platforms and PC. And the same thing with like uh, uh, the, uh, the Bethesda game later on. Um, the closer of the show, Redfall. Yeah, Redfall <laughs> by, um, I can't remember who it is. Is it Arcane? Arcane, yeah, Arcane, Arcane Studios, yeah. yeah. And uh, which looks amazing. It's also exclusive, as well as basically every Bethesda game a few weeks back or a few months back whenever uh, Microsoft acquired Bethesda, a lot of Bethesda games immediately um, became available on Xbox Game Pass. Basically, every game that wasn't on that list is now available in Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, not only available, but like they enhanced them. Like they have yeah. enhancements. Like where they it's were like, working oh, the, on them. Yeah. Yeah, like the frame rate is better. Like it's kind of like those, like, oh, we're going to update these for like to make sure they all work, but not only update them all to work, but it's like if they have, a, if they were, were developed to have like an uncapped resolution, we're going to like go ahead and just lift that resolution as high as it can go. And then like if we're, if we uh, have a frame rate situation like with Doom Eternal or whatever it's like we're gonna make that 120 frames per second if your tv can handle it you know so yeah it's like those types of things where you're like oh my goodness all of those are some in some way enhanced and that's wild the release date um is november 11th 2022 and uh i found this quote um from it sounds like uh, launcher um 
Starfield was described as Skyrim in space and a quote Han Solo simulator. That sounds sounds fun. The Han Solo sounds, simulator sounds real. Oh fun. yeah, totally. Um, how are you? Are you hyped? To, excited for this game? I, it's Man, hard for me to be excited whenever I don't like really know what it is yet. Like sh- sure, like we know? didn't see gameplay. Like before no. today, all we'd seen was the single like you know, small teaser image of like a ship warping in with a satellite or whatever. And it's like okay, that's like that's not much. And then this, we just saw like a bunch of uh, in-engine footage, which I was very excited about how the like good that in-engine footage looked like. Um. I saw an interview with uh, Pete Hines after the fact. I think it was with IGN. Destin Legary, like Destin asked him, he's like, "How? Like, why? Why do in engine? Why is it? Why did you make it? Like, why is that? Like, something?" He's like, he's, Pete Hines said, "We want people to understand that, like, hey, this is like the updates. This is our new engine. The, you know, the he's like, our games are all about immersion. Whenever we do Sims like this, or to do like Fallout, or do um, do uh, Skyrim, and he's like, and so like this just ups the level of immersion that you're gonna get with the game. And so I was very impressed with like how the game." looked in engine um similar to like what we should talk about we did we talk about ubisoft yet we haven't talked about ubisoft yet. oh i forgot to talk about ubisoft oh man but, um, but similar to like the, the avatar game that they announced yeah which i know who's asking for that <laughs> um james cameron <laughs> and he's the only one uh, <laughs> uh ubisoft uh, do you want to talk about the fast before we continue with with xbox probably uh, should otherwise i'm we're just gonna, gonna say to brush over it there was nothing in here that is even remotely oh, appealing really? to me. Okay. Yeah, dude. I like uh, they spent so much they spent some time on like uh Rainbow Six they spent so much time on Rainbow Six Siege, this new expansion with like aliens that's coming. Oh, that's a whole new game Chris. about. Is that is that is it a whole new game? It it's seems like it's tied game. into Siege. Because so you're, you're using the same operators. Correct. So like that was so confusing. And as I like 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 watched, I was like, no, they're talking. This is a whole new game because um, they actually care even less. Yeah, I know, but it's it's spun off from a mode, a temporary limited time mode that they had in Siege. Like that's how they like spun it off. Ah. Um, this was what was known as uh, like they announced it back in the day as Rainbow Six Quarantine. And then they've like now renamed it and like, this is like, there's updates now. Um, And so, yeah, anyway, this is like this. So it's Rainbow Six Extraction is the name of the game. And that was the only one that I was like, oh man, maybe, you know, because it kind of looks like a tactical based uh, zombie shooter type of a situation, but it's aliens. Um, And it could be, could be kind of fun. I don't know. I, I just don't know. I just don't know who it's really for because it doesn't seem like it's for siege players because siege players are all about like, Oh, that's, you know, we want to um, competitive and we want to be, uh, have it like super hyper realistic and stuff. And it's like, well, this is aliens. Um, and it's all like, I, I want to say it's probably they're tar- trying to target people like you and me to get us into that style of game. And it's just like, I, I don't know that it necessarily really does that because back for blood, Completely appeals to me as like a zombie game. Um, this just did not seem like it really appealed appealed that much to me. Um, but yeah, that one was a weird one. Then they did like the Rocksmith thing, which I, I was like, oh, this is a cool trailer. It's, you know, it's, if you want to play guitar, it seems like a cool way to learn to play guitar. Right, which I already know how to play guitar. Exactly, so. exactly. Um, the Writer's Republic was the other one that I was like, oh, that kind of sticks out to me. That uh, feels feels like it could be cool. I love the tone. I'm skeptical of the gameplay, though, because, again, it's one of those that, like, oh, I can do any of these things. I can ride a bike. I can I can uh, snowboard down a mountain. And it's like, are any of these things actually good? 
or is it like the Avengers thing where it's like, I'm skeptical of, of the focus here. Like if you made a really good snowboarding game, I'm down. If it's like just going to be okay, snowboarding and okay, bike riding and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just, it's, it seems like a, uh, uh, what is it? What, what's the, what's the phrase? Um, uh, master of none like as far as like that goes like i i, I don't know that they're actually going to have good gameplay on any of these single events in that game um the only other one that you know that i uh i thought was was cool was the rabbits mario plus rabbits uh thing because i love uh, that yeah, original i forgot about game. that yeah yeah we get, we're getting a sequel to mario plus rabbits that's yep. true and it looks good uh, yeah then that looks good i agree with that um i thought that the avatar thing was star wars at first chris Imagine my disappointment. I'm glad. It, I'm glad it wasn't because it looked terrible. Like I, it looks so. I'm like I don't know what this game is supposed to be. I don't yeah. know. Like here's the thing, John. Like I, th- I feel like I've just like reached a point in my life, um, and my like journey with these types of things. Like if your trailer literally tells me nothing about a game, mm. like I'm I'm done. Like yeah. I don't even care. Like everyone's game looks pretty. I don't, yeah. you know, like you have this like weird looking monsters. Cool. Don't care. Like, I like, what is, what is the gameplay? Sure. Like it. And what style of game is this? Give me like an idea here. Um, the fact that they're, I think they're banking on the fact that like that this is avatar, mm-hmm. just, just like everything avatar. I'm just like almost just against avatar in general <laughs> now. Um, avatar world is great. Land is great. And, uh, at Disney, but like yeah. beyond that, I'm just like I'm not into it, John. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a mediocre movie and a franchise sure. that no one asked for <laughs> all this stuff from. So yeah, I mean I'm I'm there with you because like if you remove the like the James Cameron Avatar from it, it literally just becomes like another generic mm, riding a, a dragon monster versus mechs game, right? Like yeah. that's like that's that's what it looked like. Like if you just remove the IP from it completely and go, what is this? Um, somebody would be like, eh, it's these dragon people are fighting the mech people. Um, and so I yeah I I'm there with you. I'm like I'm not sure how interested I am in this because like I don't know what the gameplay is. And that's a lot of games like that don't show gameplay. I'm just like I don't know what the main what what are we what was the verb that I'm doing in this game? You know? Right. Right. <laughs> so I don't yeah, know. I'm there with you. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't even know which, like, are, are we the Navi? We probably are. Like, I would imagine so. Like, that's got to be what it is, right? Like, you're fighting the mechs. Like, that's that was the main focus of the trailer. But then it's then again, it's like, okay, do you switch perspectives? Like, I I don't know. I just, yes, I'm there with you. I'm very confused about this game, Chris. All right. I'm ready to move back to the better conference, John. Let's go to Xbox. Um, okay. So, back back to Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 people who know how to do things right. Um, okay, so what where did we leave off? So we were at Starfield. We were the next thing in line was Stalker Two, Heart of Chernobyl. Here's the thing, I didn't even know there was a Stalker One, but this game <laughs> made me want to go back and play Stalker One if it's anything like this. <laughs> it looked freaky as all get out. Yeah. Um, gameplay wise, and I'm real into it. Dude, like, so that's the part of it. Like, so it's, it looks like it's a mix of, like, horror and mystery. And it's like, I'm here for the mystery, man. I'm all about, like, he was like, they were talking about, like, oh, these weird things are happening in the, in the you know, the, in certain zones within there. And, and then 
then you get into the horror aspect and I'm like, mm, I don't, I'm not my jam. <laughs> I mean, but it's my jam. <laughs> yeah, I know, Chris. And that's the thing is like the mystery actually might tempt me over. It might. <laughs> I think it should. <laughs> it's like, it's like how much can I stand of the horror to like actually have a, a cool mystery? Cause like the, with the radio towers and the lightning storms, I don't know, man, it just, it looked really cool. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, and like, and even there's the monster. I mean, they they look pretty ridiculous, some of them. But like, just like sure. I don't know. Just the, I like I like the the glitchy kind of like um, jumpy gameplay. And I'm like, this is and, and then the setting, like the Chernobyl kind of like esque setting. Sure, it yeah. makes it even more intriguing to me. So anyway, uh, I'm super pumped about it. I I don't know that I'll go back and play the other game. I'll probably just like play this one because it looks it's you know it's on current consoles and right. probably does not require me to play the other game. I'll just like read about it, but this looks great. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And this is this the one, this is one of the ones that's coming to game pass. Correct. Or no? uh, let me, let me look. I am not sure. Oh, this, no. this might've been the this third better one. Better be one of them. Stalker to stalker to game pass. Let's find out. Stalker to game pass. Uh, will stalker to be on game pass is what people are asking. It will launch for 12 years after the first game. Yeah. <laughs> survival horror That seems shooter. about as un- unconnected as you can get. I agree. Like, uh, there's no way this is connected. And it will be available to Xbox Game Pass survivors or uh, subscribers on survivors <laughs> on survivors? day one. Xbox Game Pass survivors. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be some kind of event. That's literally, I think that's literally what they did in the, uh, it, like, the... Uh, uh, Devolver Digital stream, like they started to call. They were doing like the Max Pass Plus, uh, Devolver Digital Max Pass Plus monetization as a uh, as a subscription service. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, but yeah, dude. So that yes, it was coming day one. Um, cool. That's great. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. The next game on the list. Uh, are we sure that was next? Back for Blood is next. Back for Blood. Okay, so this list that I'm looking at is completely out of order then. So <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this. So yeah, Back for Blood. Dude, Left. this is le- literally Left for Dead Returned. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I am here for it. Now, like, I know they can't use some of the things that they used, in, and I'm going to miss things like The Witch, oh, you know, and trying to sneak around quietly and not disturb the witch but I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that those kind of highs and lows are still present a lot of what they showed in the trailer was just like an onslaught of just ridiculous amounts of zombies which yeah. i am here for yeah i also uh want to have those moments where you're like you were literally it's like trying to be stealthy and then all crap breaks loose yeah it's it's funny like in in Left 4 Dead they literally like so the, the the developers have talked about how like they programmed that game and stuff like that. They've talked about how like they would have certain triggers for like the horde where it's like one of them was the witch or whatever and like you know so it's obviously like there's different locations that the witch can spawn and so you have to you know it's all different every time you go through. Um, but there were other things that players would just do that would trigger the horde. And, uh, and so like, I remember playing that game and just randomly, it's like, Oh, here they come, you know, and, and, and getting like super tense about it. And like, you like tripped over an invisible tripwire that the developers put there. And so uh, they're definitely going to do that stuff in, in this game, but it's, yeah, that those, those quiet moments of like, we cannot make a single noise because yep. we might just be completely screwed. <laughs> 
Yeah, dude. Um, I can't wait for this game. There's some kind of like uh, people were talking online about, um, and they mentioned I think the uh, the PvP and yes. someone. Uh, I was listening to the uh, kind of funny guys talk about like somebody said that Left for Dead Two had a PvP mode, but I don't. I do not remember that at all. If it I did, think, I never played it. Yeah, we. I feel like I came to that game late, and so like I'm not sure that the PvP mode would have been like still very like very many players would have been able to be in there. Um, whenever I finally came to it, so I I also don't remember a PvP mode in that. Yeah, uh, I'm less excited about that. I don't really care about that. Right. Um, I don't know that I come to Left for Dead for PvP, but like definitely like campaign wise, I'm there for it. Coming to Game Pass, man. Day one. Can't wait. Did we have, hang on? Did we have a release date for that? Yes, it's coming out October twelfth, twenty twenty. This year, yeah, oh this my year. Gosh. So literally, Starfield like had a, had a release date too. It's like next November, like a yeah. So it's a, a, it's it's eleven eleven twenty two, which is something that Todd Howard has done before. He's done the old eleven 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 with some of his games. What uh? Okay, and then we talked about um right after Starfield. What did we talk about? Stalker. Did it, yeah, does it have a release date? It's coming out uh if four twenty eight twenty twenty two. So April okay, so next, next year. year. Okay, cool. So the first first one so far is Back for Blood, which I'm cool with that. Yeah, I mean, and that's like that. that I'm so excited that's coming to Game Pass too because it'll get like it, definitely get the player base that it will need um, to like explode, especially that time of year, like October. Everybody's looking for for a spooky game. That one's gonna be. I feel like that's gonna be great. Mm, yeah. Oh like my they're gonna, gosh, it's be so they're good. Gonna be so awesome. Like the, John, the, that I'm, developer. I'm so excited. I'm gonna play the crap out of that game. Me too, man. Me too. What's the, what's the next thing they showed? Contraband, which is a uh, console exclusive from Avalanche, and we just had a teaser for it. Um, I don't yeah, even remember it. Really. I, I, I mean, it, it, it was it was real short, and it just kind of like set the mood piece. Again, it's one of those trailers. I'm like, I don't, you know. Oh, that's the one with the music playing in the, and it was a freeze frame, but you're like moving the camera through a frozen like picture or whatever. Yeah, the so dude's laying under the car doing the stuff. Yes, yes. I don't know what that game even looked like. It was so like I, don't I know. Even, that's what, I know. That's what I'm saying. I can't even talk about it. It's like why yeah. why reveal this game? I don't right, know. right. Um, then they had the Sea of Thieves update. Yes. Which, uh, as everyone knows, if they've listened to the last couple of weeks, I've been playing Sea of Thieves with uh, with Cody and uh, and JJ. And man, I am so down for this announcement, which is Sea of Thieves: A Pirate's Life, which is a Pirates of the Caribbean crossover. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, as soon as that trailer got to the point where like uh, Jack was in the uh, the cage and you kind of like didn't even hear him yet, and you yeah. just saw him, I was like. <gasps> Dude, I couldn't. Jack Sparrow. They opened it with that whole with the the like the voice singing like "Yo ho yo ho a pirate's life for me," and I was like, "That's not that's not a song in in CFDs. <laughs> that's a song in in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean." And I I was like hyped, man. And there was yeah, like you said, as soon as like you see that dog with the keys, you're like, yes. What is this? So apparently, like after uh, the, the developer did some interviews and stuff like that, it's it's apparently like a in a non-PVP area, which I'm very excited about. That's something yeah, that that's players great. of Sea of Thieves have been asking for. Because, like, you know, the things that are in there story-wise nowadays, like, they're super cool, and they, like, have voice acting, and they have, like, a, like you know, actual, like, NPCs that, like, do things. Um, but you're still kind of out in the open waters. Like, we were about to finish a quest and had to, like, end up, like, 
duking it out with another ship where it's like they were either going to sink us or we were going to sink them. Otherwise, we just would not have been able to continue on with our quest. And uh, we succeeded only because JJ ended up in a lifeboat at one point. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, they tried to ram our ship with dynamite. They blew both of our ships up. Um, and JJ was just in a lifeboat and took all their treasure, took all of our treasure on the lifeboat. And we went and found him, picked him up again. So we were able to continue. Anyway, this won't have that problem because... It's not, you're not going to be like in with uh, other players. I don't think like, that's what they, they seem to be implying is that like your crew is, uh, is going to be facing off against other NPC characters, non-skeleton NPC characters. And that's a, that's a really cool thing, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm excited for it. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. Always have. Um, I'm, I'm a little less excited about like, it looks like they've, you know, there's going to be, uh, uh, Davy Jones and yeah. who know? I mean, the cast of the cast of characters along with um, Jack beyond Barbosa don't or really Gibbs, care much about, you know, and Gibbs. Mr. Yeah. Gibbs. Like the original, like the original, the original yeah. movie. Um, the rest of them, I'm just like, kind of like the, the expanded universe, if you will. I'm kind of like, I don't care sure, about these sure. people. And honestly, they annoy me, but it's funny. Cause like it, like those, like, those other movies actually fit into the Sea of Thieves universe like pretty well, you know? Like with the Kraken and all that kind of stuff. Right, right. Yeah, the Kraken and like the fact that like, oh, this is like, you know, there's there's these mystical things happening. They even made a reference like at one point of like, oh yeah, this is way easier than flipping the boat or whatever. And I was like, yeah, that's awesome. That's a good reference. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, you know, it fits in that universe so well. I just never thought it would happen, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it just kind of comes out of nowhere, but I'm uh, super excited for it. Yeah. Um, that's actually launching very soon. It's launching like next week, the 22nd of June. So I'm I'm excited to uh, – so if you want, Chris, you should install that on your box and get in with Cody and, and JJ and I. We'll do a, we'll do a full-on four-person crew. I'm, a, I'm in for it. Um, the next thing that they talked about was uh, Yakuza, like a dragon, is joining all of the rest of the Yakuza franchise – on Game Pass. I mean, I might actually play the Yakuza game now. Like, just try uh, it out. Yeah, totally. I, I Like a Dragon was one where I was like, oh, man, that looks really fun and looks really funny um, with a lot of references to gaming and stuff like that um, in it. And I was like, but I didn't necessarily want to pay 60 or 70 bucks for it um, at the launch of the, the Xbox Series X. So now that it's on Game Pass, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. Yeah, same. Um... Let's see. The next thing was the Battlefield 2042 gameplay. Trailer. Yeah. So let's talk about this, John. Yeah. Um, multiplayer only game. I don't know what that really means other yeah. than it's just like this gigantic. Seems like it's like a gigantic map. They said like it's an ever evolving map. So I don't know if that means like just over time in it's like a live server where things just happen and then never goes back to any kind of like way that it was before. Yeah. Um, there's this huge they showed this huge tornado coming in. Um, that's the main like thing that they showed. For some reason, uh, EA loves to uh, put uh, construction cranes in their battlefield Levolution, games. Man. Levolution, man. Is it Levolution without a construction crane? No. Apparently um, not. It's funny, like this not being having a campaign. It seems like. It's going to be a $70 game on next gen. Um, and like, that just seems like a, a really big ask. Like Titanfall one tried this. 
um, like literally same same uh, publisher tried this at the launch of the Xbox One and it didn't work then. I'm not entirely sure it's going to work now um, for Battlefield. So we'll see. We'll see how the sales are. I mean, I don't know, man. It seems like a, a good a good candidate for like a free to play game or like oh they don't even have like a battle royale mode in there that is gonna be free to play um, so I, it's really gonna be interesting to see if they can pull people from other games like Warzone and uh, and get them to try this game out and that sort of thing yeah um, they've got a long way to go to beat the other players in the space I think like yeah. Uh, they always kind of played, I mean, not always, but like for the most part, Battlefield kind of played second fiddle to to Call of Duty for the longest time. And unless this is like, I mean, sorry, but, and I kind of feel the same, I have the same kind of comment whenever we get to uh, the section about Halo, but if you don't have some kind of battle royale, I feel like you are not going to do well. I almost don't care about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. it's that sounds weird to say like i don't know that i would have said that back whenever like fortnite was like the only battle royale and then there are all these other ones popping up but i'm like i mean it's just it's just such a fun um uh game mode and it's so hot right now still that Mm -hmm. i'm like i you know i'm you're telling me i need to leave this really fun battle royale and go play just like some kind of crazy huge map that just like somehow evolves all over time and i'm gonna have to spawn in like normal and all this kind of stuff i'm like I don't know that I want that. It's really hard to get people who are entrenched in their own like games to like go to another high skill uh, shooter. Um, so like if you're like into Call of Duty, and this was always always the problem that I had with Battle Battlefield because I had friends who played Battlefield exclusively. They didn't play Call of Duty, but they played Battlefield, and so I would get in and I would play with them sometimes. And man, that skill floor is like so high, and I would just never. I would be like, man, if I, I'm gonna have to put in so many hours just to get competent at battlefield that I'm not going to be able to put in, like I could just go ahead and put that same time over into this other, other thing, call of duty that I'm already good at. And that's like, I'm good at good at the uh, war zone and I'm good at uh, apex. I don't know about battlefield. And like you said, like it's it, that, that game mode, like a non battle Royale is, you know, right now a battle royale being the hot thing, it's like this uh, still an evolving thing. Like they're still making changes and tweaks, and even in Apex, it's just like they're still innovating in cool ways. And uh, so it doesn't it hasn't gotten old yet. And I'm not sure that the same is true about a massive, just like like big team battle kind of a situation in Battlefield. I don't know, man. That's yeah. Again, yeah. they they've got they've got. Uh, very high mountain to climb in front of them to yeah. pull people away from these other things that they're into. When is that one coming out? Oh man, that one's coming out uh, October twenty second. This year? This year. And they are still just showing us alpha footage. I guess so. Hmm. <laughs> mm. 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 uh, the next game on the. <laughs> Mm. Did we did we say when uh, Sea of Thieves was coming out? It's like uh, July or something like that. June. It's coming out. No, it's next week. It's uh, it's uh, oh my June twenty second. So, Holy cow! Like yeah, next week. Um, right. The next thing that they they talked about was uh, twelve minutes. This was something that they debuted yes. I think last year, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least uh, maybe two even years the year before. Ago. Yeah, two yeah, years that's ago. Right. That's right. The last E three that we had because there was a the year there that there just were, doesn't exist anymore. There were no voice actors attached to it that time, and it was looked a little more like. The room was a little more like dark, and sure. it wasn't as uh, as built out. It didn't think uh, seem like, but especially this twelve minute time loop where you're trying to solve uh, like 
absolve your name from this murder or something like that. Um, police show up and you have to figure out, like, convince them and get facts and kind of, like, figure out how to, like, play this game over this moment in time over and over so that you win. Um, James McAvoy and Daisy Ridley. Just the cast alone, like, it makes me makes me really hyped about this game. Like, I'm, I'm super excited about it, man. Yeah, agreed. Um, when does that come out? So that comes out and day one on Game Pass. Again, like, I, it's just like I, they kept putting that up after these, and I was like, you I might know, as well every, just every not, time. you know? Right. Um, this is coming out in literally in August, August 19th. Amazing, dude. I can't, I've been, I've been waiting for this since we saw it the first time. Yeah. Um, it looks great, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this day one. I'm very impressed that it's, uh, it's coming that soon, too, man. Yeah, dude. Um, the, awesome. next, the next thing we have is Psychonauts 2. And that's coming like a week later, uh, August, so 8-25, so August 25th uh, this year. Yeah, I mean, you may have a different opinion of this. I like. I don't really care about this game. I don't have any kind of attachment to Psychonauts, and this sure. doesn't, like, even like the trailer doesn't appeal to me at all. It's just like, it's too, it's like too weird and quirky, but also like very like, uh, feels like it's a, a very like kid game. Sure. I don't know any other way to say it other than that. Um, and it's just like, just like not my thing. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it has that double fine kind of uh, humor to it. And I think that's the only Which thing. Which I that like, you know, things me. like yeah. the cave, you know, I think like, we've talked about that so a long good. time ago on 360 and stuff like that. But this one, for some reason, just like has not resonated with me. Interesting. I mean, I'll give it a shot just because it is double fine. And I do like their humor and stuff like that. But yeah, I think the same thing, like where I'm like, I look at it, I'm like, well, this isn't at the level of something like a ratchet and clank. Like clearly this isn't like gonna even trying to be like that type of a thing, but it is like for similar audiences where you're like, okay, this is an all ages family friendly type of a game. Yeah. Um, then we had the Bethesda update of like their live service games, um, where we had like, Oh, here's the 10, 10 more games coming to game pass. Here's a fallout 76 uh, update and an elder scrolls online update. And both of those are getting optimized for next gen consoles. I think elder scrolls is coming out like literally tomorrow or, or by the time you hear this, there's an elder scrolls online, uh, update for, uh, for optimizing for the new gen consoles, which is cool. So, I mean, all of that was awesome. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, then we had the party animals, which we've already talked about. That strange looking fluffy animal battle royale game. <laughs> it reminds me, what's the one on PlayStation that uh, the, it's like a wipeout like. Um, there's another battle royale on PlayStation that this reminds me of. Um, it's also coming I to Xbox later know. this year. But um, yeah, anyway. Uh, then they talked about Hades coming to Xbox and Game Pass. My game of the year last year uh, coming to Game Pass on uh, August 13th. So if anybody has not played Hades, they need to give it a try. Just try it. Like it's, it's, a, it's a roguelike. Even if you don't like roguelikes, it's, you're going to like it. I think, I think uh, it will suck you in. I'll try it. Give it a shot, Chris. And then Somerville, which uh, I have written down next to it. Uh, it's coming out in 2022. And holy cow, it looks amazing. Uh, this is the one from X uh, Play Dead developers who did uh, Inside and Limbo. Yeah, is this, this is that. Is this, yeah, this is that one with like the weird like monolith things. Yeah, the family. Um, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. And the dog and in yeah. yeah, dude. Uh, I'm 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 all in. I'm yeah, dude. I'm playing. This is like. 
so many of these types of things. It's like this is 100% made for me, (laughs) and I am so there for it. I forget when this comes out, though. 2022 is what they said. Yeah, so that's kind of a bummer. But, you know, uh, I can wait a year if it's going to be good. I wonder when 2020, because it's like if they're shooting for like early 2022, it's like, okay, obviously this E3, you know, get it at this E3. If it's like late 2022, it's like, why not wait until next year? You know, that's that's the, but I guess it's it's part of the whole, like, this is coming to Game Pass in 2022. So they're they're essentially trying to lay out for you what your next two years or like year and a half look like, I guess, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Then we had a Halo multiplayer uh, review or reveal. I guess it was the campaign trailer too, which wasn't very like didn't go in depth into the campaign or anything like that. But it was more of a multiplayer preview. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm excited for it. I mean, I'm excited for this whole like everything Halo. Let's talk about everything Halo for a second. They, there was yep. the multiplayer reveal, and then there was the campaign reveal. The multiplayer is free to play campaign, um, but it's all going to be available on on Game Pass. So um, yeah. And it feels like it's like the campaign is a back to basics kind of like we're focused on Master Chief and this new AI who, you know, the new maybe Cortana, maybe not Cortana. Yeah. Like we'll see. And uh, like that, I love that. I think they've they've heard they heard the criticisms from the last Halo game, Halo 5, like loud and clear. We, they, we didn't like moving away from Master Chief all the time mm-hmm. um, to these new like Spartans. I love the fact he's still... Like he sounds old, you know. Like he's, uh, it's still the same Master Chief. He's just older. He's just um, tired, man. <laughs> and he's tired. Yeah, he's just so tired. Um, I'm excited for it. And the multiplayer, yeah. you know, like if you love Halo multiplayer, I think you're gonna get get some great, uh, great multiplayer experiences. I I, I I like it. I don't spend really ever a lot of time on it. Yeah. But um, dude, the, my 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 own com- comment on this is, again is like. All they have to do to get me to spend a crap ton of time in this game is to throw a battle, ro- battle royale in it. Sure, sure. I mean, and the the thing about like about Halo is that I'm not sure that the classic people who like Halo would would be like into a battle royale. But and they've talked about before they're not just they're not going to add a battle royale to it. Um, and but yeah, like for me as somebody who's always like casually gotten in, oh, if a friend is playing Halo multiplayer, I'll jump in. But I'm never very good at it um, because again, that skill floor is pretty high. And uh, and while I'm you know while I'm I'm proficient and I can get some kills, it's just I'm never going to be the top leader of of you know on the the team. Um, so. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you where it's like the free to play thing is going to suck people in where it's like, even if people don't have game pass, they can play this thing. Um, so I think it's going to generate a lot of people playing it, which is kind of the move that I, I think that battlefield would need if they were going to like really do this, they need to make it free to play. And so I, I, I think that it's a smart move for, uh, for Microsoft to make this free to play. So, yeah. 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 Um, moving into, oh, last thing, the campaign. It did seem like though, that Cortana might not be deleted, um, in that trailer where it's like, okay, maybe he's trying to rescue Cortana because they didn't complete the deletion or process or whatever. I'm just excited for that campaign to figure out exactly what's going on. It does look like it's cool. Going to be cool. Um, I think that's, I think that's Cortana. You think that's actually Cortana? Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Ah, now I'm even more like excited for it, Chris. <laughs> um, 
Diablo 2 Remastered, they had a, a thing there. This was the other one that isn't coming to Game Pass. <laughs> this is the third one that's not coming to Game Pass um, because it's Diablo 2. And, you know, it's it's coming in September, September 23rd, 2021. So, so September this year. Um, it's not one that I'm particularly interested in just because I, I, the old Diablo gameplay, I'm not like super, super into. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Stuff. I'm like, it's, it's real. I don't know if this is like a stopgap. You know, like it's trying to kind of play, but I don't, I don't, I don't know who was asking for this. Right, uh, right. Not opposed to it. Like, I mean, I will probably if this comes to Game Pass. Oh no, he says not coming to it's Game not, Pass. It's not. Yeah, it's not. I'm never playing this then, John. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's where I'm at. Where it's like, okay, well, until you come out with Diablo Four, I'm probably like, I, why wouldn't I just play Diablo Three? Like that game's in a really good place. It launched in a kind of a rough place, but then they got it into a really good place where people are just like, they love it. Um, so why wouldn't I just play that? I don't know. Um, the next thing they talked about was a Plague Tale Requiem. It's the uh, sequel to Plague Tale Innocence, um, and it's coming to Game Pass in 2022. Nice. I that I don't have any opinions about this one. Me neither. I never played the original, and Me neither. The, there was a lot of rats in that trailer. Uh, Far Cry 6, we had gameplay. Uh, the gameplay looked super fun, as opposed to at the Ubisoft conference where we had a cutscene, or what was this? Uh, it was a very strange cutscene because it was it was in third person. They're not usually in third person. That game usually happens all in first person. Um, so that was a little bit strange for the Ubisoft to show a cutscene in third person. Um, but like this made it look like the gameplay that we're used to of, of uh, Far Cry, just blowing stuff up, bringing weird animals into uh, situations to clear out forts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was pretty standard, and and the, and the they they also showed some of this at their press conference as well, mm-hmm. um, and we've seen this before. So yeah, yeah. Um, this wasn't too groundbreaking to me. It's it's interesting to me that we had like the I feel like they they had like a Ubisoft forward like a month ago that did that unveiled this thing. It's like why didn't you just hold that for E three? Why didn't you just unveil the whole thing at E three? Um, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Slime Rancher 2 is coming to Game Pass in 2022. This is another one of those like, hey, this is what you're going to be playing next year if you like indie games. Um, Slime Rancher 1 just never appealed to me. Um, it's Same. You know, kind of Minecrafty, uh, that type of a situation. Um, the next thing we had was Shredders. We had a, It's a snowboarding game. This looks cool. I like, it looks I, cool. I, and I don't know what it means. It said like something like a, you know, a snowboarding game by snowboarders or something like that sure, and i'm like sure cool who were the snowboarders but I, it really doesn't matter it looks pretty fun um wanna, looks I kind wanna, of arcadey yeah i want to say like it's similar to like skate where it's like skate was like a skateboarding game like by skateboarders where it's like oh it's <laughs> okay. like you had some technical it's more more less arcadey than tony hawk but still arcadey right. enough to be fun yeah. Um, so I don't know, man. Yeah. It just looked interesting. I'll play it. I mean, I'll, it's going to be on Game Pass, right? So I'll right, play it. Right. <laughs> Dude, that's that's the ultimate thing is just like, is it on Game Pass? Whoa, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> cool. I'll play that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Atomic Heart uh, looked looked pretty cool. Uh, day Which one, one Game this? Pass. Uh, wasn't this the one? Oh, man. Maybe I'm getting it confused with this oh, other one from uh, Devolver Digital. I am getting it confused with, uh, with one from Devolver Digital. Um, I don't know which one this is then. I don't remember this one. Hmm, me neither. Well, it's coming to Game Pass, Chris. We'll see it eventually. <laughs> cool. Uh, I'll play it. <laughs> Replaced was uh was uh the mixture of pixel art and uh and like three D kind of environments. Oh, is this the one that kind of looked like the last night? Yeah, yeah. Years back, yeah. This looked really cool. And, uh, it's like this like platformer, side scroller, pixel art. Um, 
cyberpunk kind of looking thing. Yeah, action game and like the camera like angles like zoom in and change and stuff, which yeah. I like thought would looked really cool. Kind of cool, like that aspect of it, that presentation um, seemed like it was going to be like cooler than like the last night to me, where it's like the last night like looked gorgeous from a pixel art side scrolling t- perspective, but this one changing the camera angle felt really cool to me. Um, yeah. Very dynamic. Yeah, and it actually has a uh, a release year. As opposed to the last night, which like whenever it was revealed, it had nothing, and it still has not come out. So um, this is 2022 is whenever this one's coming out. Great. Uh, Grounded had an update. Um, don't really care at all about that one. Uh, Among Us. No, had- I like I, the, the funniest thing I thought about that though was they were like, and now with achievements, and I'm like, who released a game <laughs> from a Microsoft Studio <laughs> without achievements? Yeah, it's the yeah. dumbest thing I've ever. I mean, oh, it's man. like. I mean, and I'm, you know, I'm not even an achievement like hunter like I used to be, but I'm like, who in the right mind did that? Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's the easiest thing to do. Agreed. Easiest. Agreed. Like, and yeah, it's, I it's, didn't even know you could do it because you can do achievements even on like even on games that are not even released yet. I know, like, but that's pre-release. what I'm saying. I didn't, I didn't know you could release a game. They would let you release a game without achievements. Well, if it wasn't a first party studio, they probably wouldn't. Not true. <laughs> Um, moving into the next thing, an Among Us update that's going to come to Game Pass, which is cool. Like it's gonna, it's it's that game is now everywhere, and it coming to Game Pass is like okay, more get more more pe- people's hands, that sort of thing. It's kind of a phenomenon these days. Um, and then we had what? Is, how do you say this? Euden Chronicles, which is like a very stylish looking RPGs, JRPGs coming in 2022 and 2023 to Xbox game pass i think that's just like this is this is one of those efforts to like okay we have the western rpg market kind of uh just wrapped up basically like you can you can just say xbox yeah since they have bethesda yeah right has all and they have like they have obsidian as well which is like an rpg uh studio so like they have all the rpgs and so like this is like okay let's get some let's get some jrpgs in here so i think that's what this probably is within the catalog which cool coming to game pass uh you know let's let's get it um, but definitely one of those where I was just like more confused at the end of the trailer than, uh, whenever I was at the beginning of it. Um, the next one that I really like the look of is the ascent and, uh, that's coming in July 29th, July 29th to game pass. It's a twin stick shooter, um, and a multiplayer type of a situation. I'm very excited to dig into that in a multiplayer, uh, format and, uh, you know, play some twin stick shooting stuff, man. Yeah, dude. Almost like it almost looked like gauntlet, but with guns, you know? Totally, which um, I'm cool with. Yeah, dude, I'm down. Uh, Age of Empires 4 coming to Game Pass October 28th. And then we had a big trailer for Fable, question mark, question mark. And then it's Nope, Outer Wilds 2. <laughs> like, whenever they opened that, like, on the, on the forest field, I was like, this has got to be Fable, right? But no, it was Outer Wilds 2, uh, and they announced that it was going to be a... Uh, like, the humor in that trailer was hilarious because they were like, uh, and this, will this character be in the game? Definitely not, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that blah uh, I mean, sound can it, only mean one thing. It was thing. funny, and I, guess, and I guess it's good to know that they, uh, they're working on a second one. Sure, yeah. Uh, but, like, other than that, it's kind of like, okay, well, I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, I, you kind of assume that they're either working on that or, like, a Fallout New Vegas or something like that. So, like, you know, now we know it's that. Um, flight simulator then came up and man, Dude, it looks good. I am going to play the heck out of some flight simulator. July place. 27th, much sooner than I anticipated, dude. July. 
end of July. I was talking to Fulton about this um, at uh, uh, this afternoon, and he was like, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because I'll actually be able to play it. I couldn't even play uh, run Microsoft Flight Simulator on my PC, but since we have Series Xs, that, all that footage was captured, it said, from a Series X. Right. Which right. is freaking awesome. I mean, it looked amazing. Dude, and like the thing is, like that game, I, I know why they waited... Um, like to put it on Xbox is because like whenever it initially launched, it was like two or 300 gigabytes big. Um, in addition to like what it would stream from the Azure servers. Um, and so like it had, like they shrunk it now though. And so like it's it, like the size of the, the download on PC has been optimized and, uh, and it's continually been updated and stuff like that. So for it to come to console, I'm, I'm super excited about it. There is a, uh, flight stick you can buy from turtle beach, I think. And I think it's like 300 bucks or whatever, but it's got a yoke. It's got a flight stick and it's got like the throttle and stuff like that all built into a controller. You can like sit on your lap. And uh, I was like, man, I was like, if I get super into flight sim, yeah, maybe, that? Where, who's that from? Maybe I buy that turtle beach. So, I love Turtle Beach. So legit, yeah, legit uh, manufacturer as well. So and it looks really cool. It's got all of the, uh, like, your on-dash uh, stuff. It will, like, have that on a display what? on the actual controller. How much is it going to be? Like I said, three, it's like 350 bucks or something like that. Like, it's, you know, it's pretty expensive. It's a very expensive item, but it is also very cool. Yeah, sounds awesome. Um, uh, top Top Gun expansion. It's going to come with the right. Top Gun expansion, which you're going to be able to fly jets, which is just amazing. Yeah, dude. I uh, th- this game, like I've watched that trailer so many times. Actually, like uh, uh, Dez has really liked that trailer. He because he's like airplane, you know. So uh, we've been watching that that trailer occasionally with him because um, he he likes the music and likes the the airplanes. That's um, awesome. But yeah, dude. The the next one was a huge surprise. Out of nowhere to me, uh, Forza Horizon 5 is coming out this year, November 9th. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Like, who would have thought that we would get another Forza Horizon uh, instead of a Forza Motorsport? Dude, for real. And, like, and this is... I got to think, because my initial response was, like, how did they how did they go and do all of the on-location stuff, like, in the middle of the pandemic? But I guess, like, they would have had to start development on this essentially before Forza Horizon 4 probably launched or, like, shortly right after, like, been been capturing all of the, like, topographical uh, and, and the audio and the and they usually, like, film the sky and stuff like that. So, like, I guarantee, like, you know, that's, that's how they were able to do it. But, dude, it's just amazing to me um, the, the level of, like, detail that, I, that was in that trailer, dude. Individual cactus, like, spines, like, individual cactus uh, thorns and stuff. Like, what the heck, man? I know. That's insane. Um. The uh, funny, so we've actually been. They mentioned in the in the gameplay where they were talking about, oh, and you know, we did this city. Guanajuato was one of the locations they mentioned. We've actually been there. Um, you know, uh, our cousin Matt lived in Mexico for like three or four years or something like that, and we went and visited him, Catherine and I. Um, and uh, we actually visited. He was like nearby Guanajuato, so like that was one of the one of the places we went, and it is gorgeous. So I'm very excited to drive through the tunnels underneath. Uh, Wanawato. Like that city is built on top of a bunch, a series of, uh, of tunnels. In fact, we like, we took a wrong turn one time and ended up like on a 20 minute sojourn, like through these tunnels to get like just to a spot where we could like turn around. But yeah, dude, I'm very excited about Forza Horizon 5. That's cool. Yeah, me too. When does that come out? <sighs> November 9th. Great. 
So super soon, man. And the last one was the one more thing uh, was a a theatrical trailer or like whatever you call, would call it, like a cutscene or a, uh, a not gameplay trailer for a game called Redfall by Arcane, and that's coming next year. It's coming summer twenty twenty two. Yeah, dude. This is like a a vampire. You're like, hunt, I don't know. Like the the story looks like you're hunting vampires, and they have all these like crazy like supernatural powers yeah. and uh kind of like maybe so do you guys yeah um so at you, least uh, at least one of the characters yeah um yeah and like i i, I am down i like i like the humor it's, it's cool i'm interested to see what the gameplay is like because arcane is a studio that's like known for uh like systems stuff so like for example um like dishonored they did the dishonored uh franchise like they would do like a lot of um Oh, you tell you can use powers and like teleport over there and teleport back over here and like type of kind of Breath of the Wild esque things where like you could set up like different dominoes and then literally like push someone off of a ledge and it takes out like fourteen different people, you know. Um, so like there was it's it'll be interesting to see how that translates to like potentially a multiplayer question mark game. Um, what those systems kind of mean for this, um, and and if it's going to be more of a of a Left for Dead style game, run and gun type of a situation, or if it's going to be more stealth combat or something like that, you know, the, I could read into this trailer any of those those things, and so I have no idea what this game is. Just like the whole, uh, anytime you don't show gameplay or, or give me a hint at gameplay, I just I don't know. I I don't know whether I'm interested or not. <laughs> Same. Is that it? I think that's it, man. Oh, man. It's crazy. There's a lot. Um, so much. Yeah. So, like, I mean, honestly, um, a couple. I think the overall kind of overarching things I want to say is, like, um, I feel like out of all, all the things I watched and at least the news that I found, overall, the company that came out of E3 just, like, super far ahead from where they were is, is uh, Xbox. Sure. Um, just bringing in, like, hey, here are all of our games coming this year and next year. Yeah. And they're all in Game Pass. It's just it's hard to it's hard to argue with that and turn that down. Yeah. And, yeah. And I think like um we've kind of talked about it before, so we don't have to belabor the point. I just think that proves the success of that conference proves even more that it's a huge mistake for Sony just to completely ad uh ad abdicate. Wait, is that the right word? Abdicate. <laughs> yep. Abdicate. Yes, there it is. Like their their slot, their spot in E three. Mm-hmm. Because what is everyone talking about right now? Xbox yeah. and Bethesda and it, Game Pass. It does seem like, like there was like there was nobody else who could who were going to be able to rival that that level of content. Like even just going into the show, where you're like, this is both Bethesda and Xbox Game Studios. Like it's 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 that is such a a jam packed lineup that it's like it's it almost like was. Man, if they if they had screwed it up, it would have been a, such a surprise, you know. And they didn't screw it up. They, they are un, undeniably just on top of all of the other conferences, all of the other announcements, all of the other companies in E3. Not that it's necessarily a competition, but like they came out of it with such a cool like buzz about game pass and about the fact that these are fantastic games that are on game pass and about the fact that like they they released that image uh they put put it up while that was in the conference where it was like this is what you're gonna be playing this year and it was like 
a ton of games playing on Game Pass this year, in addition to the four Xbox Game Studios games that you're going to be playing this year. So it's just such a such a fantastic uh, way to to prove the worth of Game Pass and of their platform. Um, there's some other like you know tidbits of of news around it where it's like any of the uh, the games that we saw that are going to be physically or like exclusive to Xbox Series X, they're working on making those accessible via xCloud to Xbox One consoles. So if you have an old Xbox One console, you could potentially stream the like Starfield next year, even though it's not going to probably be on that console. Like you're not gonna be able to buy a disc for it on Xbox one um, because that disc would literally have nothing on it because that, that console can't handle the graphics. Um, or the engine or whatever, but you're going to be able to stream it to those boxes. And so like, that's just such a fantastic, like consumer friendly detail. There's like, you're not going to be left behind, even if you have an older box, cause you can just stream this on X cloud. If you're a subscriber to uh, game pass. So yeah, dude, it's wild. All right. Well, um, I think there's, isn't there some kind of like weird, like other like Xbox <laughs> thing this week? Yes, there is. You're right. They announced that they're like, oh, we're going to do an extended details into all, you know, all the games we talked about and maybe even some of the ones we didn't. And that's happening for us tomorrow, but it will already have happened if you're listening to the podcast, probably. So, yeah. So we'll talk about that next week if it's anything of consequence. Yeah. My thought is it's probably not going to be, you know? Yeah. Agreed. I think they'd have it in their, in their conference if it was. Right. Dude, we should talk about Loki. Uh, If you've, have you watched Loki? We should talk about Loki next week. I have not. You, you've got some good TV. You got some good, uh, some good television in front of you. Uh, you should watch Loki, man. I will. Uh, I will do my best. You can find us online at staytrackerpodcast.com on social at Chris Wright two five zero and John Wright seven seven seven. And and at Stan Target Pod, please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. target.